Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Two of the broadcast. (laughs) Pretty interesting stuff here. Over on the text line, this texture saying, two X chromosome equals female. X and Y, male, period. Born a specific gender, that's what you are. Enough of this garbage. I thought hate and inequality were bad no matter who it was directed at. Apparently politicians need to categorize them for votes. Dean, you're absolutely correct. That's what this is, con- this is all concerning. This is a political prism by which these politicians view this. They do not know and frankly do not care about the individuals involved. Let me just give you an example, and I think this is important. I'm going to come back to this a little bit later on. I told you we'll spend more time on a couple of aspects of this story. I have a friend who is gay. We had a conversation maybe three weeks ago. You know what he expressed to me? This is a guy in his 40s. He expressed regret and raised a question as to whether he would have been better off marrying a female many years ago. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sharing this story with you because this is an adult expressing regret about something that I think happened decades ago. What the hell do kids, do teenagers know? about the magnitude of life-changing decisions, much less freaking third graders. Yet, what we have are people who are pushing this agenda and encouraging, oh, sure, go out there and try being gay, try being transgender. These are mere experiments, as if the consequences for these behaviors are not monumental. They are, ladies and gentlemen. This friend that I mentioned to you, he said he frequently thinks about this, how his life might have been different if he made another choice. And we don't know how that would have looked and how that would have turned out. We don't know. But I'll tell you what, the last thing we need to be doing is taking the most vulnerable among us, our children, and allowing them to be experiments Experiments, because that's what they are, for activists. The activists do not care about people. They care about their issue, and they're so 
preoccupied with their issue in advancing some cause that they haven't stopped to even ask the individuals involved, and I mean all of them, what's in your heart? Where do you really want to go? There's always this push, this drive. Oh, yeah, join our group. And we all can be responsible for this in different ways. This is why it's important to acknowledge people's individual identities. Individual identities. And stop trying to force people into some group. Like this is some sort of recruiting contest. Ooh, you can be part of this group. The black group. The Hispanic group. The gay group. The transgender group. Why don't we just let people be themselves at their pace, their pace, and not interfere in the process by pushing them along with some sort of agenda? We'll talk more about this a little bit later on. I want to share something for Faith Focus Friday, and it's about articles of faith. And it's a question that's been posed to my friend, Dr. Steve Crosby. He said, someone I don't know requested to see my articles of faith. Folks, if you get nothing else out of this program, please listen to this carefully, because I, I think this not only applies to matters of spiritual issues, but politics and so many other things. I'm going to see how well you listen to what I share. What is the most important thing to Vince Coakley? What is it? I'll give you five seconds to think about it. What is the most important thing to Vince Coakley? And let's see if you can identify what that is. All right, time is up. I'm going to tell you. It's relationship. I've said it time and time again. If it's absent, belief systems, value systems, all that stuff... It doesn't matter. None of those things matter. Because if they're not walked out in relationship, in healthy relationship, it's not going to go well. <laughs> in so many ways. This is why so many of the best efforts and so many of the most sincerely driven things go sideways. Because of relational disconnect. Let me share with you this post from Dr. Steve Crosby. I only share my beliefs with those with whom I have solid personal relationships. Why? Because I do not believe in defining and labeling people by their belief systems. Bingo. I do not want to be labeled by mine. Labeling people is a way to manage and control them. If I can define you, you are manageable by me. Wow, this is powerful stuff. <laughs> By the way, my good friend, a teacher, got the answer and sent the text to me. Well done. <laughs> I continue here. I also do not let belief systems define my sphere of relationships. Some of my closest friends, most trustworthy people in my life, I do not agree with doctrinally. In some cases... Other than Jesus is Lord, we agree on nothing else from the Bible. 
Boy, that'll blow a few circuits. What typically happens with articles of faith is if someone sees a few points they don't agree with, they become points of argumentation. Scripture becomes weaponized. We dismiss the other person as not worth knowing because they are wrong or dangerous. You heard this kind of talk before? Or they break off whatever relationship might exist. I believe that is part of a pathological endemic sickness that we have been carrying in the body of Christ for millennia. I choose not to facilitate that spirit. I believe we're worth knowing first as human beings. We're worth knowing because we are created in the image of God, not because of our doctrinal convictions. Second, we are worth knowing and we might possibly become family in Christ with one another if God has relationally assigned us to each other, even in the presence of our doctrinal differences. Boy, that'll blow a few circuits as well. Relationship in love is the only context for discussing individual beliefs, because love is the cement that maintains a relational bond in the presence of difference of opinions on belief systems like articles of faith. If I am right in my beliefs and have not love, I am nothing. If I cannot walk with you in love and what I perceive to be your error, who will walk with me in mine? Isn't this powerful? Folks, it all comes back to love and relationship, does it not? That's what we need to major in. All of us. Can we do that together? Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. going to share about adults and people in general and what's happening among our young people I'm telling you folks I believe our children are under demonic assault they are and they are being prematurely directed in ways that are not good for them long term it's not the best it's one thing for adults to make decisions and make choices We should not be talking to grade schoolers about sexual choices, about identity and things like that. 
I'm saying we as in other people around. Now, if that conversation's necessary within your home, uh, more power to you. But God forbid that we have outsiders. And, and part of what's so disturbing about where we are now, there are so many sources of misinformation, of propaganda, that are assaulting our children day after day. That, as parents, we have no control over. Forget about the schools. We've got media, we've got podcasts, we've got all kinds of sources. And the goal is propaganda. I want you to listen to this. I started telling you about this claimed threat underlined by Amy Schneider, a man decorated his claim to be a woman by wearing a pink suit during his same-day visit to the White House. In a meeting with White House reporters, Schneider denounced the popular child protection laws now being passed by GOP legislatures, saying the laws are really scary. Some of them in particular that are denying medical services to trans youth. Those are life-saving medical treatments. Those bills will cause the deaths of children. And that's really sad to me. And it's really frightening. A Gallup survey in February said less than 1% of Americans declare themselves to be transgender. 1.5% say they are gay. 1% lesbian. 4% declare themselves to be bisexual. Numerous polls show Biden's transgender pitch is very unpopular, especially when aimed at children. For example, a March 23rd, 24th poll by Harvard Caps Harris showed only 33 percent of 1990 registered voters believe that information about sexuality should be taught in schools at kindergarten through third grade levels. Do you see how unpopular this is? Why, Folks, I keep saying this to you. This is not a Democrat Republican issue. Most normal human beings have a problem with this. 67% say the topic should be left to parents to discuss with their young children. What is wrong with that approach? This is where most Americans are. Also, many of the young people who claim to be transgender detransition from their claims. But the reversal often comes after they suffer voice-changing, debilitating, and sterilizing transgender treatments. We're going to talk more about this in the future. Because you need to understand, irreversible damage is being done to some of our young people. In the last two years, this all reported by Breitbart. Several European countries have reversed the legality of transgender treatments. Do you hear me? See, Europe is ahead of us with a lot of this nonsense. They've gone down this road long before America did. And now they're recognizing this may have been a mistake. You remember, I can't remember who it was who was talking about this, talking about how we have emulated the Europeans. We should have learned our lesson when we saw them go off the bridge, and we kept going right behind them. In the last two years, several European countries have reversed the legality of transgender treatments, usually after the discovery of much harm to teenagers and young adults. Ironically, Biden's White House Day of Transgender Visibility speech, scheduled for the same day as a White House roundtable, on mental health with young women and girl leaders. <laughs> The White House message to the media after the event 
with studies continuing to highlight the toll COVID-19 pandemic has taken on youth mental health. Participants shared their experiences and insight into the unique mental health challenges women and girls face. The young women leaders also shared policy recommendations for strengthening mental health for girls, including the need to meet girls where they are. Several senior White House officials reinforced the administration's commitment to addressing our mental health crisis, a core pillar of the unity agenda. President Biden outlined his State of the Union address. Really? On the same day, Biden's team also released a proclamation on National Child Abuse Prevention Month. Another irony. This story concludes the transgender movement is diverse with competing goals and priorities. The movement includes masculine, intact men who demand sex from women, including lesbians. It includes non-political people trying to live as idealized stereotypes of the opposite sex and prepubescent children with childish views of sexuality. It includes troubled young men fantasizing about being submissive women, lesbians trying to become men, teenage girls trying to flee a sexual environment twisted by pornography, and gay teenagers trying to escape their minority status by adopting an attempted mainstream male identity. It includes feminists who wish to blur distinctions between the two sexes and people who glamorize the distinctions between the two complementary sexes. The transgender environment also includes revenue-seeking, please listen to this, revenue-seeking drug companies, medical service providers, wealthy donors, ambitious politicians, manipulative teachers, and professional advocates. It also includes sexual liberationists, many progressives who are eager to liberate people from their bodies. Parents who are eager or willing to endorse transgender claims. Journalists eager to help their social peers. It does not include young people trying to de-transition back to their sex, nor the alienated teenagers who are being guarded by their loving parents from the transgender activists. Do you affirm those people, President Biden? Probably not. I combined that with this story put out by Bloomberg. You heard those figures? They all add up to like less than 5%. Gay, lesbian, transgender, right? Are you ready for this? One in five high schoolers is not heterosexual, according to the CDC. Many said they faced mental health challenges in the past year. The Adolescent Behaviors and Experiences Survey polled just under 8,000 high school students. The study focused on students' experiences, race, identity, sexuality. 22% of respondents said they were gay, lesbian, or bisexual, or that they identified in some other way or were questioning their sexual identity. The findings, keeping with the Gallup poll released last month, in which 21% of Gen Z respondents 18 and older identified as members of the LGBT community more than any other generation. Do you think this is happening by accident, ladies and gentlemen? Of course not. They have been groomed. Make no mistake about it. This is not about feeling more comfortable. This is about grooming. I'd love to get your thoughts. 
Stay with us. Love to get your perspective on things we have discussed during the course of the broadcast. If you'd like to join the conversation, the Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800-928-1110. It's 800-928-1110, the Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line, 71307. Let's go out to Frankie. Good morning and welcome, Frankie. Hey, Vince. Yeah, this is in the scriptures about uh, that in the last days that uh, son and father will be against each other and mother and daughter will be against other each other, daughter-in-law and mother-in-law, which branches out to another family, his family, will be against each other. And um, all this does is it's perversion against, you know, what God had intended for a man and woman, and it's and it's practice and it's spreading and it's spreading. Well, we've got somebody in a high position in our government right now that's married to a man, and they adopt two twin girls or two, two little girls. Now, what's their mindset going to be like one of these days when they grow up? What are they going to be taught? They're going to be further and further and further away from God, and all this does is is pull you further away from God, which is Satan's main plan anyhow, and that's what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, it's uh, really interesting. Uh, Very much appreciate your call there, Frankie, along the lines that you have described. In fact, I think we had uh, a woman on this program some years ago was addressing this subject she grew in, grew up in a home with two fathers and she ended up during the course of her life meeting other parents keep in mind Europe and Canada they are far ahead in this process and one of my concerns is we're experimenting with children see I believe the divine design is a father and a mother with children and we've just blown that to hell in this generation Now, I've had some, at times, very uncomfortable conversations with people I know where I've expressed my misgivings. You know, I I told you, even with my libertarian leanings, when you bring children into the equation, it's a very different thing. And I think our desire for validation, which I think a lot of this is for many people, it becomes, frankly... It can be more important than the well-being of children. The guest, in fact, I should uh, reach out to her to have her on this program again, but she has written a book on the subject, having met a bunch of other children growing up in homes with gay parents. And it's a picture of confusion, natural confusion about their own identity. And it it snowballs, folks. Now, again, this is not an attack on anybody. And for to look at this in those political terms, it's just silly. It's childish. It's much too important to reduce to political arguments and to throw around stupid words like homophobia. It's much more important to step back and ask the question, 
What do we really know about where we're going and the impact on children? We don't know. I can tell you, this woman and others, they can share experiences of depression, confusion, gender and sexuality questions and confusion, which is probably heightened because of the atmosphere they grew up in. So I would be very, very, at least thoughtful about examining this process rather than looking at this as this is my right to affirm this or that. It's, uh, it's just very interesting to watch. And it's certainly interesting to watch the atmosphere that the media promotes on this entire subject because it's always, always through a political prism. This is how they view this, and this is how they promote the issue. So I'd love to get your thoughts. And if you have personal experiences with this, whether, uh, whether these questions or whether you're a parent who is dealing with these kinds of issues. Because, uh, you know, I think now more than ever, it's challenging to be a parent. It's very, very challenging to be a parent. All the things out there, it's a very different atmosphere than what's been out there before. I want to mention something. I should have included this as part of of, uh, Faith Focus Friday. But I've been watching a documentary. It was recommended by a good friend of mine who is a counselor. It's a documentary on Hillsong, Hillsong Church. And I'll tell you what, this is one of the best documentaries I've seen. This is, it's called a Hillsong, a megachurch exposed. It is a relatively new documentary. And I, I just think it is just brilliantly done. And the thing about it is, as I watch it, it doesn't just apply to Hillsong. There are other churches that have followed this very same cookie-cutter sort of business plan. And let's be honest, because that's what it is. It's a business plan. And the things that I watched in there, I will tell you, from a church experience I had years ago, it's very similar. And... Um, I would just encourage you to watch so you can be informed and know how to address these kinds of issues and perhaps to see and identify whether the seeds of some of these things might be in the place where you are. Not necessarily to run away from it, but maybe you need to challenge some of these elements within places where you are because these cancerous elements, they tend to grow and they tend to metastasize when they are part of organizations. Again, Hillsong, a megachurch exposed is the name of the documentary. And it is well done. This is not a bash church or religion sort of thing. It's it's just, it's very, uh, very moving. And not just professionally done, but also really touches your heart. If you have a chance, check it out. I'd love to get your thoughts on it. Stay with us.
program. And we have a look at the day in history, and if time permits, a story that's kind of cringe-worthy. I almost hope we don't have time for this story. It's one of those stories I want to share, and then again, I don't want to share. But we'll get to this. Time now to uh, do a day in history with our friend George. Uh, Welcome, George. How you doing, man? Hey, doing pretty well. And I understand this is your last day with us. Well, yeah, um, Bernie's going to be taking over, so you're you're uh, you'd be in capable hands. I'm going back to retirement. Yeah, well, I hope you enjoy yourself. We absolutely appreciate your presence with us uh, these last few weeks at a very, very important time. I see that we have, what is it, about 10 or 11 questions here. Oh, boy, I, you're going to work me on the last day. <laughs> I hope I can provide some, uh, some good clues here. Some of these... They're going to be kind of tricky. Uh, I'm just being very, very honest about this. Uh, First off, just consider the date. You know what this particular date is. And this tradition started in 1700. What was it? Uh, President? Oh, it's more obvious than that, George. More obvious than that. April 1st. Oh, uh, April Fool's Day. Duh. April Fool's Day. There you go. We give you credit for that one. 1891, this company formed in Chicago. They were not selling gum. Soap was the product with baking powder as a premium. But the baking powder was more popular, so they started selling baking powder, and they gave away chewing gum. Um, what is the Wrigley? It's the Wrigley Company. Did you know that about their history? I did not. That's no. really intriguing. 1929. His name is Lewis Marks. He introduced this very popular. Uh, I guess you can call it a toy. Uh, years ago, it has a string on it. And it kind of bounces. A yo-yo. Back, a yo-yo. 1929 is when that thing came out. Uh, this is one I was struggling to come up with a uh, clue for. This is about an enigmatic newspaper magnet. Um, Charles Foster's first two names. I can't tell you his last name because it would give away the name of the series. Orson Welles' creation rises, falls, and leaves behind a riddle with his dying breath. Oh, my word. What is the name of this particular story the person the story is about? It's a drama produced by Orson Welles, 1941. Oh, wow. I have no clue. You got me on that one. Citizen Kane. Oh, wow. I should have known that. Citizen Kane. See, that's before my time, too. So there you go. Tyros 1 was launched. This was a very important satellite to do something that uh, I think our meteorologists would appreciate. What is it? A weather satellite? A weather observation satellite. 1970. This president signs legislation banning cigarette ads on radio and TV. Who was president in 1970? That would have been, um, oh man, Richard Nixon. Tricky Dick. You're absolutely right. Richard Nixon. 1972, the first time this happened, it was one of the first things that kind of eviscerated this American pastime. It lasted for 12 days. What was it? This strike. Yeah, what strike? Oh, um, no, that was after that. 
I was going to say the... Uh, Which sport? Oh, it must have been baseball. It was the first Major League Baseball player strike. 1972. 1982, the U.S. transferred this over to Panama. Many would Canal. believe the rightful owners. Yes, the Panama Canal. 1984, this famous... Famous musician, unfortunately shot and killed by his own father. Black musician, I should say. Uh, Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye is absolutely correct. I don't know, are you a big sports fan? Uh, yes. Okay. Do you remember what happened on this day in 1985? The NCAA championship. The score was 66-64. Do you know who won that game? 1985. Uh, I'm going to guess North Carolina. It's actually Villanova. Villanova. They stunned Georgetown. 66-64. All right. I am going to go to this cringeworthy story. Okay. This is going to creep some of you out. I'm just saying. When I saw this, I thought, this is disgusting. What is wrong with people <laughs> who would do something really crazy? All right, uh, imagine you're a man, your privates turn black. This is cause for panic, don't you think? Uh, yes. 35-year-old Hispanic man went to the ER, excruciating pain in the whole area, both parts, three days, after injecting a drug into his penile vein. Oh, brother. Cocaine is what it is. Oh, my word. Causing the particular organ to be swollen, black, ulcerated, and oozing a foul-smelling discharge. Ugh. A long history of intravenous drug use. Why in the world someone would do something like this, I do not know. Oh my, I, this that's... guy said he has previously injected cocaine into the same vein at least twice in the past couple of weeks without any complications. And, oh, this just, oh, it blows my mind to think. The guy refused any surgery to cut away the dying tissue, treat it with a cocktail of strong intravenous antibiotics for five days, and a further five days with oral ones alongside wound care, according to report. And this is kind of confusing. I don't know what this is saying. His clinical condition slowly improved, but unfortunately the man refused drug rehab treatment and was later lost to follow-up. What does that mean? Does that mean they lost track of him? Or does that mean... That's, he... what, it, yeah, I would, that's what I would guess. Gosh. Wow. How is this for crazy? Uh, it, Just uh, drugs will make you do some crazy things. I'm telling you. Stay away from drugs. Yes, George, sir. best of luck. Thanks thank a lot. You, and thank you for joining us. Have yourselves a great weekend. Be safe out there. Don't play with drugs, people. <laughs> Take care. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 